This is the Al York Sports Show. Sports is my life. Real talk. Real picks. This show is not for the fake. If you can't take the heat, stay the fuck off my channel. Now let's talk. Hey, 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 what's going on, peoples? Back to the Al York Sports Show. Every Sunday, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern, with my boy Noah Parker, a.k.a. The Secret Weapon. And uh, we're going to touch up lightly today. Not lightly, but like, we ain't going to go the whole depth. But we're going in, though. Always. We're going in. Always. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do NBA. I want to go through a couple of series first. We're going to go to the first series that was done first. Which is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics that I picked and looked stupid on this series bet. But if you told me if they were playing again, I probably would have took them again. Because I thought they had the team to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. To, you know, because they all run by committee. You know what I mean? When you got five guys that can score, play all different positions, I thought that's the type of team that could beat the Greek freaking company. But obviously it did not happen that way. Your take, and I'm going to give you my take on that series. Well, we didn't realize how good the Milwaukee Bucks really were. Remember, at the end of the day, this is basically the same team the Celtics had last year, except you adding Kyrie Irving. Remember, he wasn't in the playoff race last year. So you would think with that team that was one game and, one quarter and Haywood being healthy. Is, is playing at a level where he's not just coming off an injury, right? Right. So you, you can throw in all those aspects out there. But at the same time, they're still a year older, and we didn't realize how good the Bucks have gotten, how good the Greek freak actually is now. So with a home court advantage, so I, you know, I can give you, you know, an alibi there on, on that on that uh, prediction. I mean, I like the Celtics too to, you know, make it more of a series of five games. I thought it was going to at least go six, dog, maybe at seven. Least six, seven, dog. But it's embarrassing how. Then you I, win game one. You won five dog. games in a row after the Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, Indiana Pacers swept. Then you come back, you win game one convincingly, and you lose four. But then you hear Paul Pierce <clears throat> go, and people are saying he might be the jinx. The reason yeah, he threw the bot. I'm not going to say that. Right, but it's just funny how a former Celtic could really go on national TV, throw out his fan, throw his fandom on the table, and be like, they win in this series, this series is over after one game. Right. You're supposed to be an analyst, unbiased on ESPN, talking about, you know, breaking down the series. To go in and, and, and almost put the kibosh on a team was kind of. You know, puts a lot of pressure on your former team. But so, don't lie, though, Noah. When they won game one the way they, they did. Looked, oh, they looked great. It looked like they was going to take that hey. shit. But you never heard me and you say the series was no, over. No, no, no. Because no, we're too no, smart no, for that. we professional no, handicappers, not, and we know that you never supposed to do that. until the fat lady Yes, thing. yes. Yogi Bear is saying. And, and uh, like, yeah, keep talking, man, because I'm still confused over this series. Basically. Maybe you can make me understand a little ba better. Basically, Giannis Antetokounmpo is playing at a level that – has been unheard of from anybody to come out of Milwaukee since probably, uh, what, Kareem? What, I mean, Milwaukee hasn't been this good in probably 30 years. Yeah, yeah. When you're throwing this team out there, they're the favorite. Yeah, I would to come say, out I, would say I mean, Michael Ware had a few <clears throat> good years yeah, over there, but okay. it was never like, right, like right. this. But the trade they made, the key to that team now, the, the trade they made getting rid of Brandon Jennings, trading for Chris Middleton, was huge now because yeah. you look at their team now, he might be their second best player. Now, people are going to say, of course, you know, Georgia, there's a lot of different guys in there that are making that team good, but all Giannis has to do is do that two steps in the lane and throw it out to any of those shooters. And 
That's but the one, one thing I can say for unproven players, these guys are delivering. But I mean, anybody. You know what I'm saying? But you can throw anybody in there. That's how good Giannis is. No, I understand that, but you still have to make these shots. You know, of LeBron course, had course, all these guys; they couldn't right, make right, right. the shot. But LeBron, they making the shot. Even Lopez is canning from three, not in the playoffs, but, but all see, season long he did that. Right. But a lot of times, players didn't collapse on LeBron like they do with Giannis. Every time you see the Greek Freak come down the lane. It's like an automatic double team. You have to, team, though. Triple team. That's what makes this different. Than yeah, but you players. have that's to. Right, right. Because once it, you don't do that. And of course, it's a bucket. Yeah, and he's throwing it. He's so not that, even laying it up. That's what makes it a little bit different <coughs> than LeBron coming down the lane. That's how, you know, how much he's improved and get his body to the level it is now where he might be doing. He might be a staple in Eastern Conference doing this for a while. But we'll see what happens if they, you know, they gotta have. They got to have help around them. And... Not saying that Milwaukee can't win it all this year, but I would like to see Giannis get like a Robin type player. I don't think Rip Middleton is Robin. No, and Bledsoe isn't either. Exactly. So, so he's doing it without, you know, a marquee helper. You know what I'm saying? And that's huge because that's even bigger. That makes yeah, sense. that makes it huge that's because he has to I, do more. And that's why a lot of people didn't really think the Bucks were at this level yet. He didn't have that. Scottie Pippen type player. Yeah, he was just him. It's just him. Super. I still think they overachieving. Right, they are a little bit, but the Celtics either underachieved that much. No, no, Celtics definitely underachieved. But I think Milwaukee's overachieving, and who knows how long this could last. It might, it might last all year, but I don't see them repeating a season like this at all. You know what I mean? Unlike you know Golden State that can repeat that, and I thought Boston had a good enough team. To at least make a run for the conference finals, bro. Especially when you add so-called the man of the team, Kyrie Irving. But we're going to go in on him. I'm going to save the main topic on him later on. But he definitely underachieved. And I'm hugely disappointed with him. But it's also other players didn't step up. Al Horford. But then again, you know, you got Giannis on him. You know what I'm saying? And and they didn't have the same mojo as last year. Like, Rozier was into it. Smart was injured, so you could not, you could let Smart go. Rozier was a starter. That's why he was in there. He yeah, coming off the bench, you know, I mean, hype. You don't hear your name. That dude was lineup. just like sick last year. You sitting on the bench, not, you don't hear your, your name coming out of the starting line. Right. You don't hear your collar being called. You're just like, ah, when I come in, I'll do my thing. But uh, he was a little bit more hype last year because he knew he could be the man. I can get a contract after this if I perform. And another thing that we're not saying, they were playing with house money last year. That's true. That's true. Now it's like yep. was expected. Yep. So that's why they, I guess they tell all, uh, no excuses for Boston Celtics, horrible season, uh, horrible series, okay season. Stevens and I've got to step it up. Danny Ainge, they, don't, they have to do something big. We're going to get into the Kyrie thing. I don't want to give out too much right now. But Boston definitely underachieved and Milwaukee overachieved. Uh, salute to the Milwaukee Bucks. Next series I want to tap on is the 76ers versus the Toronto Raptors. Series is tied 3-3. They're going back to Canada. Your take. All right. Here, all the ships on the table now. Last game. Anything can happen. Game seven. <clears throat> if you're going to tell me uh, straight up who's going to win, it's hard to say I'm going against the Raptors because they're at home and they have that advantage and they've looked like the better team at least five of these six games that played. <clears throat> but like you said, it's still game seven. And now we're really going to find out if they point guard Kyle, Kyle Lowry shows up. Because this is where he shrinks usually, but he's looked, you know, he's looked pretty good this series. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I like Philly to cover this game. <coughs> I don't know if they win, but I think it's gonna be a nail biter. 
down to the wire. I think they keep it close. Jimmy Bucket shows up, knowing this could be his last game in Philly. Right. And it's, it's going to be a great game. I, I really want to, you know, see if they can pull off the upset here because I had Philly before the series. Right. And um, I think, you know, I think they're good enough. They have the momentum. Um, it's all up to Joel Embiid for Philly, and it's all up to Kyle Lowry if he wants to show up. Well, what I what I think is, I hate to be a little funny with it, but I think the only thing really that everybody's worrying about if they can cover the spread. Right. I think Toronto's going to win. They set up to win. They still can't stop Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi's been averaging like every, every game, 30-plus games. I think he hit 29 the last game, and they took him out. With three minutes left, so you know he would have clipped the 30-plus. Right. So what I'm trying to say is there's no answer for Kawhi. So coming home, he's just going to lean a little more from Lowry, a little more from Gasol, and Siakam's going to have another big game. And if they get those autumn chips to work, they should beat the 76ers. But then, like you said, now it's going to come down to the spread. What is it, seven or six? Six and a half is what I saw last. Okay, so that's what I think is the issues that. But I think Toronto advances. And – uh Let's see, man. Kawhi Leonard. Salute to Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard and company, man. I don't mean to say they already won because it's still – Sixers right. can still win, but and I'm just saying. Game seven, best and game. I think I think Toronto would be a better series anyway. Uh, matchup? Yeah, matchup with Milwaukee, Milwaukee for some apparent reason. I just – because I uh, I don't know. I just think Greek freaking I'm going to run through Philly if they play. Whoever they play. That's how you thinking? Think I, I think they, I think Toronto could take them to six. That's just my opinion. Okay, now we go on to the biggest series that are all the series, Dub Nation and the Rockets. Now there's so many ways we could go with this one here. Dub Nation's up three two. They at Houston, H Town in effect. It's gonna be crazy in H Town. James Harden better step his game up with that red eye. And the question I got: Where the hell is Chris Paul, man? Talk to I the mean, people, man. Where's Chris Paul at, man? He's doing enough. Cause he's missing, man. But he's not doing. He's doing what enough. I've seen he can that, the potential. I he, think he's doing, he's doing average. He's, he's, doing, he's doing enough to where he's. Letting, not, he's letting Harden do his thing, and he's not interfering with it. He's not. Oh, you're for getting the ball. forty M's. He's you're telling me that's enough no, no, for forty no, M's. But for James, it's James Harden's team still. I think still, he still knows it's his team. He's gonna let him be the alpha. Go right. ahead and carry this. I got you when you need me. I'm gonna be right here. And you know, I mean, he's not—he's not scared to shoot. He's not scared to, to run point. But if you're not letting me run, hey, you got it. You, this is just your team. But when you need me, I'm here. I'm ready. Right. So I like what he's doing. He's—he's he's not, you know, getting into a who's got the bigger head kind of mentality. Like I, mean, I, I he got. Can. He, he know can. He knows is a better player than him. But but he, last year he was big. Last year. Right. But then he even got though hurt. I know that, that's, but he was big before that. Now Capella stepped up last couple games. He needs to continue. To be a they force. Need to, they need, what they need to do is go right at Curry and Thompson. They know Durant's out. I mean, that's the key. You're going up against three players, really. Draymond Green, who was decimated compared to what he was three years ago. Clay Thompson. I like the game he put out last game. Though. Right. But he's he still, still proves he's the heart of the team, he's though. He's still not the level he was. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And nine team. You got Iguodala, who's got He definitely felt. Maybe. Yeah, he definitely felt. You got that. Curry, who's got a dislocated finger on his offhand. <laughs> and then you got no bench. They bench is... Looney, McKinney. Looney's been doing okay. But though. compared to the Looney's bench they had okay. when they went seven three and nine and took yeah. it, remember, this team is without Demarcus Cousins, without Kevin Durant. You need to go right at these cats. They need to be up fifteen at halftime. They need to put their foot. Them. They need to put their right. foot on their neck. Barrier, barrier. Right. Shouldn't be no question now, about this game right here. Okay, what's going to happen when people say that uh, if Houston do prevails, which me and you were thinking they are, 
oh Al, you and Noah only picked it because Kevin uh, Durant, you know, yeah. got injured or whatever. How do we answer them people? I mean, I, mean, I already know what to tell them. I want to hear your perspective. When, when the Houston uh, wins the series, like we predicted before the whole thing started, uh, you're gonna have people come up to us and say, "Yo, I seen you guys pick them, but you know, you got lucky because Kevin Durant got hurt and they didn't have their full roster, they didn't have their full team." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm gonna just say, well, they won the first two the games they did win with Durant out there." They still won, so that made it two two. And at the end of the day, I'm cashing my ticket. Right. So if, 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 we not, if we win, if we win, because win. I'm not counting right. us not, winning it's yet. It's not over yet, but because I'm they just, still got a team. I'm hypothetically just giving yeah, you yeah, the, yeah. What, what happens when they when they take care of business, which I expect them to do, which is why I put my own bread on them. Right. So I don't want to hear no excuse what happened because last year Chris Paul went down game six and seven. It's almost an exact flip flop, except it's a little bit higher caliber player, Kevin Durant. So this is. All the reason in the world, Houston's got to take care of business tonight yeah. and on Sunday because they got to put they their have, foot. They got to put they their foot on their neck right now. This yeah. is the perfect opportunity to knock this dynasty down. Yep. Now you, they can say, "Hey, we did it with the Astros." Don't matter. You still did it. So if they don't take care of business here, yo, I wouldn't be surprised. We get one overtime game. Yeah, it might make because I'm seven. telling you right now, Steph and Clay. I'm stepping the game. Of course, they're going to have step. to. They're going to have to. There's nobody else. There's no. They're going to have to. I think you might, you might see a Livingston sighting. Uh, you might see Looney's even play. I'm telling you, they all know they got to step gonna it play. up. Livingston's going to play. Yeah, they all going to. So right now, a lot of people say, and, and you know, Rockets. No, no, Rockets is not going to win easy. I'm telling you right now. Because this is the championship team. Kerr's going to have these guys prepared. The Brass going to have them prepared. They are going to take it to another level. Put it like this. If Houston don't come with their A game, they lose it. Right. And then it'll be a huge failure yep. for Houston. You gotta they got to come with their A game. They got to act like Durant is playing. Of course. They're not going to take it. That's right. the mentality they got to go right. in. Now, I got to mention something that uh, a colleague said on TV, Colin Coward, which I totally disagree. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, though. He said that he thinks Golden State is a better team. Without Kevin Durant, and what he what, what he was trying to say, I don't think he necessarily means better, but what he was trying to say was now to defend Curry. This is more continuity in the office. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's like he's saying, it's going to be a lot more, more movement. Flow, right. It's more yeah, he said it's more stagnated with Durant. That's true because he's an ISO type player, and he's not right. the type of player to be Harrison Barnes just running to the wings and or Reggie Miller. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Pick out the pick he's out more the pick. Of a, just give me the ball. I'm gonna make it happen, and that's the way he is. That's why he's so good. Right. But I understand where Colin Coward is coming from, but he's not realizing that the, the bench is also part of that equation. Not only that, that, he thinks James Harden is going to be chasing Curry all around. Yeah, they, they, they're going to make an adjustment. They might put Austin Rivers on them to chase him around now. Right. Because Austin's got more mobility to go around those picks than Harden because Harden's a bigger individual. Exactly. And believe me, as bad as Dan Antoni is a, a defensive coach, me and you can make that adjustment. Mm -hmm. So that adjustment will be made. I disagree with Colin Coward. I would never say the MVP of the league. And the MVP of this series, who he was basically the MVP of this series, uh, they're not a better team without him. There's no way, no how, no how. But I understand what he was trying to say, but I don't like the way he delivered that information. And uh, like I said, uh, next game uh, is minus seven. Big number. Yeah, so let's tell them what we think with that seven. I, mean, I think, like I said, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think they win double digits easy. Wow. Um, it's, it's hard to say that because, of course, you, they, they could – catch fire but on the road I think Eric Gordon's gonna have a good game at home 
And, uh, and I did say know, that Eric Gordon was spelled Clay Thompson, and people looked at me like I was crazy. And he's he's, he's actually averaging eight more points than Clay. But no, but listen, he's not better than Clay. No, no, no. All but he's definitely thing. taking care of business more than Clay. And, I need to have a big game all around. At yes, this will be like a scrimmage. They run him out of the gym, and then Golden State's going to realize halfway <coughs> through the third quarter we still got Game Seven at home. So let's not let's not you know wear right, right. each other out. Take Curry out when we're down 15 in the fourth quarter. It's a wrap. We, we'll take our L today, and we'll be back Sunday night to take care of business. Right. I think first half, we're going to have a real good game, maybe like a five, seven-point game. But I think by the third quarter, late third quarter, the H-Town fans are going to get into it. And it's just, it's just going to be too much Harden, too much Paul, too much Capella. Gun in my head, I think they cover the seven. I mean, I would naturally take the seven in a game like this. But since every game, me and you spoke about it earlier, it's basically been a cover or a push mm-hmm. for the dogs. No, for you or well, Houston really. They were favorite game three. They covered. Okay. Game four. It was a pick them. So it's basically four. Houston. Been Houston's covered. covered every game with game. Two. So do you know what? That makes me more more or less think that Golden State will find a way to cover, but not this game. I, I, I'll take them seventh game to cover whatever the spread is. But I don't think they're gonna be favorite without the at home. That'd be something be, like minus two, minus, minus one, two and a half. You think so? One Golden State Even if Houston out. blows them out tonight? I, I think so, just because they're at home. Oracle, and right? Oracle, and they'll say it could, this could be Oracle's last game because they, they got a new stadium coming next right. year. So they'll make them minus one or pick them. Maybe even minus two if Iguodala has a good game. Who knows? My man, but this I, is going to be crazy. crazy. I can't wait, man. Excited for, I know it's going to be tough because I'm going to be trying to take my mom out for Mother's Day. I'm going to try <laughs> to watch game seven at the same time. And I'm going to have to like, Mama, this is, you don't understand this is game seven. Oh, man. But I'll make it work. I'm going to make a tape it or something. Right, 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 right. It's going to be real, real crazy. I can't wait, man. The NBA really, though, they really doing their thing this year. Uh, even even the Milwaukee series that they won convincingly was actually okay it because. Was, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, because you, the it's fact that Milwaukee proved they, was, who, they were who they are. And I didn't believe it. I just thought they were overachievers. They officially yes. said we're we, we the number one team in the East now. Yes, yes, and they definitely are at this moment. I just now, wish LeBron James was still in the East to face this Milwaukee team. It would be really good to watch the Cavs team that was at right. that level play this Milwaukee team, but we're not going to see it. We'll never see it. But. Right, let me ask you something. Um, before I get into my next topic, is the playoffs the same without LeBron James? It's not the same, of course, because the last we've been watching LeBron in the, in the playoffs the last 15 16 years now, right. we're so used we're so to, used to people hating on and LeBron, just right? Seeing him now, it's like, and he's overcoming all those haters and all like that he's, stuff. He's watching the game from the same spot we watching it from on the couch, so it's like, right, man, it's just hard seeing this. You know, you know he's know, coming back next year. Yeah, I mean, you, you know that you like him on year two. I definitely telling people not to sleep. No, they thinking that the LA organization is, is going down. Is, They're gonna fa- they'll find somewhere. It's definitely to get this a wake up call for the people that. Hate seeing LeBron James. They're gonna realize this is what the NBA is gonna be like in three, four years when he retires. Exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be this every year, like no LeBron. Yeah. So used to seeing him dominate. It's almost like eating a fool without a certain ingredient. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie to you because it's the NBA playoffs is tremendous, but something is missing, bro. Yeah. It's LeBron James. Yeah. It's LeBron James. Okay, we're gonna go on a quick break. We're gonna be right back. Don't go nowhere. Because we got a nice topic coming up. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. The panel, Noah Parker, Al York Sports. Uh, We just covered some NBA. Uh, We're going to stay in the NBA. Uh, Big topic. Big topic for me. I don't know about for you and anybody else, but for me. 
Kyrie Irving is so disappointing. But um, before I get into him, I want to hear your take on Kyrie. First of all, is he going to stay in Boston? And, and your take on him in general. Like, just the fact of who is Kyrie Irving? Well, first off, when he came out of Duke, I mean, I love the play. I mean, I love the, what he brought to the table. He was a killer in his <coughs> guard. <clears throat> Went in there, no one. Say one year, right? Something right, like that. He was year. even injured. Right, he was injured most of the year. When he came out with Cleveland, he pretty much said, <clears throat> "This is my team. I'm taking over." This before LeBron got there, and you know he showed that even at a rookie, I could have this killer instinct mentality. And I, you know, I was like, "Man, this is the type of player, you know, that's going to be nice." And I, I remember I even put out on Twitter when it happened. I said he will be better than Derrick Rose someday. Right. And this is when Derrick Rose was MVP. He just won the MVP, and you know people, you know, came back and be like, you know, that's blasphemy. Now you look at it, he might, he probably does have a better career, championship, all that. So I've always liked him and respect him as a player. <clears throat> now 2019, you know, the Boston Celtics version, beard and everything, he's turning into Cryery Irving. Uh, he's not, this, you know, he's the kind of guy that's, he's complaining now. So you thinking, hold up, you thinking he converted in Boston? No, I don't think he just converted in yeah, Boston. Yeah, because I've seen I that think, in Cleveland. I think when he left LeBron James, thinking he could run his own program, I could do this myself. You know what kind of... I mean, he thought that, but you know who really got, got him to think like that too, right? Danny Ainge or Kobe Bryant called him up and said, yo. Do your own thing. Yeah, do your own thing. Be your own man. Figures. And he already was kind of thinking that, and I think that was the worst decision So that kind of messed him up. I, I mean, he's a built Robin. I, I mean, I think he's a Robin all the way. He wanted to play Batman, and now... That it's time to play Batman. He wants to be. Well, when you look at it, you so he's so confusing. You see a lot of point guards that are Batman. Westbrook. Yes. You see Derrick Rose when he was at at his prime. You see, it's usually from the point guard position. Stephon Marbury, Mark. Ivan Allison. So you see these other guys have done it. So he done. He could easily do it. I don't want to say he's undersized because he's not really undersized either. It's just that. I think he's his mentality. Not, he's not ready he up there yet. Yeah, he doesn't so have it. He's got it. I don't want to say he's got to be the Robin type. I think he could do it. He just wasn't ready to take it on yet. Like, he wasn't mature enough. But, my man, so, if this wasn't the best case scenario. It was a great scenario for him. Come on, though. You can't get it better than that. But A I, bunch of a committee players. The problem was, another problem of, of that was everyone in Boston, especially, were looking at that Jason Tatum is the best player on this team. He's the next coming. He's the guy that's – now, he had a horrible – Nah, I know they're, they're not going to think that no more. No, that's what I'm saying. I like after Tatum, rookie, but he played. After he his played rookie year, though, they were looking at Tatum like, yeah. yo, this guy's the man. You Brown, seen, seen him dunk Brown on, played way better. Right, You've seen him dunk on LeBron. You've right. seen this dude Tatum. could be. He's, he's a real thing in, in Boston. We've really almost won the title without him, so Kyrie already ain't even nothing to us. So I think that kind of got in his head, and now he's at a point where he's looks like he's complaining and he looks like he don't want to be there. And I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves this season. Dog, he tapped out after game four, after, bro. Yeah, so he's he's probably probably out of there because even if he does come back, you're gonna hear a lot of murmuring in the crowd and people. And he ain't going. trying to go through that. So, That's why I don't like him. See, like I said, you ask for certain stuff, you make your bed, you gotta sleep in it. Right. That's, and, what, that's what Barkley said. And right now, no, Barkley and have said it, but trust me, I seen that immediately being an analyst watching TV. Right. The only difference they're, they're is right. that we have to hear Barkley and them talk right. about they're it right. before right. me and you can have the show. But I've been there about Kyrie. The fact that he left LeBron the way he did, the fact that he didn't show up for game seven against LeBron, how you don't show up and you injured on the bench? Yeah. You showed up to every other game. I don't think he wanted to mess up the continuity that team had. But he was there all the other games. Yeah. It was and then all of a sudden, I want to know what was so important 
that he couldn't show up to support his team in game seven. I can tell you why he didn't show up. Because he knew LeBron was going to get them to victory, and he did not want to face LeBron behind that scenario. That's and that's exactly true. what happened, right or wrong. That's and it worked true. out well for me because I had Boston to get to the chip at yeah. plus 130, plus 140. I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland. Cleveland. Right, right. Plus 130, plus 140. Thank you for the correction. Uh, that was a beautiful thing. I'm not going to say it was easy. Right, 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 right. Not going to say it was easy because Boston played their tails off. Longier and company right at Horford. And that's another thing I told you when I told you in the intermission. Boston last year was playing with house money. Now everybody's spotlight. Now everybody's spotlight. They're depending on them. And the pressure got too tough for them. As soon as LeBron left, folded. everybody knew this is Celtics Eastern Conference too. They got to win in that. But let so me ask you something. Having that pressure on their back, and then they folded. That's a great point. LeBron left. You the Celtics. You're supposed to be putting your foot on everybody's neck. You didn't lose nobody. You gained two all-stars and so-called superstar. Sad, really. So, where do you go if you Danny Ainge? First of all, you go. Oh, they're going for Anthony Davis. I think that's where they're going. Well, are you trying to re-sign Kyrie is what I'm asking. I don't even think think I call him. I think they're good without him. I don't even think I call him. Like, the way he played, I mean, I'll set up a meeting professionally. Yo, we're going to have a meeting this day. We're going to talk. But I'll leave it up to see what he's asking for. Because if you Kyrie Irving, if I'm Kyrie Irving, I tell him, listen, I'm gonna give y'all a two year deal at a discount to prove to y'all I wanna stay here. Then after I do these two years and show and prove, then y'all hit me long term. Because I'll be damned if he sits down and he's commanding these no. sick numbers. There's no way he would do That's that. That's what I'm he saying. Knows, he knows. Now he'll do that in New York. That's yeah. why I don't want the Knicks to go get him. <laughs> Knicks brass, please do not get Kyrie Irving. I don't care if he does really good with us. I don't want a guy with that attitude on our team. We already got a deal with James Dolan already. We do not need another person with that mindset that you don't know if they coming or going. We don't need guys like that. Comparing to Stephon Marbury in 2005? When he was on the Knicks sitting out, even though he was healthy, I'm not. Marbury was more like a diva. Kyrie's more like he want to like mislead you with information. Like Kyrie's one of them dudes that if he got with a girl, the girl would think that she want that he want to be with her, and he really okay. don't. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's Kyrie Irving, and I can't mess with him because he hugged LeBron after the game, a hug like a brotherly hug, right, right. and LeBron was totally confused that he wanted to leave after you know they won together. Like he was like, I thought this is what you wanted. That's Kyrie Irving. That's why I don't want him with the Knicks, and you know, like I said. I don't care how much talent he got, he kills his talent with the way he runs himself. And he and he still got a lot of time to make an adjustment. Maybe like if he signs with a team long term and he devotes all of him to that team and he puts up all-star numbers, gets to the championship. Never, I'm just that. saying he could he could kind of like erase this, but me and you don't think that's Never gonna happen. happen. That is not gonna happen. Now we go on to the ice, man. I'm going to live this on Noah Parker. He's more of the ice guy than me. Don't get me wrong. I could pick a winner on the ice, but he's just more He's more with it. We got two conference final series. Oh, One started the other night with the Bruins and the Canes, with the Bruins winning 5-2. to two. 
Uh, what was the line on that series anyway? You uh, remember? I think they were minus one sixty ish. Once it was Bruins, right? Not, and, not and ain't the Kings like the wild card or something? They are, but they've been the hottest team. I mean, they've been real hot coming in. They, okay. They call they have the nickname of the Jerks actually because of what a, an analyst called them because of the way they celebrated after a couple games during the regular season. So the Jerks have been playing at a level of that you never would have seen out of. They just they know that they don't, they have nothing to lose. Go out there and play, and they were actually dominating that whole game yesterday. If you watched the game one in Boston, it was two to one. But a, a kind of a funky call on the game in uh, the third period, which gave the power play to Boston. They scored a quick goal, then another right. power play. And it was a lucky goal because you could see the puck hit the referee's skate, and it kept the puck in the zone, and then they scored off it. So that never would have happened. It was, some, it was kind of lucky for right. Boston. I had no coin on it, but it was. I did notice how it, Boston did get a little lucky winning that game yesterday, and they got a couple empty netters to make it look like a blowout. But at the end of the day, it was 2 Yeah, it's one, one of those games where it was closer than right. the score indicated. Then, right. I got you. I got it was 2-1 Carolina halfway through the third period. I mean, right, right. Dominating that game. So they're definitely still in this series. I, I would take them in game two to win that second game in Boston. Um, they, they looked like the better team out there. They just didn't get the What's right. What's the line on that? Right now, uh, it's probably more. They're probably two hundred to something. Now. Okay, if you take the Canes on the puck line, what would it be like? Minus what? Plus one and a half. Yeah, uh, that would be a About big minus. Two dollars, right? right? Big minus, at least two dollars, at least two dollars. Well, you, I, w- I would recommend you take that, put it with like a strong baseball game, maybe like a Verland or something like that. After a loss, you parlay that Canes would definitely cover the one and a half. They might even win the game in Noah Parker's eyes, but I'd rather have, you know, the protection right, right. And, and, you know. It's tied like up in overtime or something. Exactly, exactly. But uh, you have to tie it up. Now, the next series, I already know you're on the Sharks, but um, talk to the viewers. Let them know about this series, the St. Louis Blues at San Jose Sharks. Uh, what's the line on that? I think, I think San Jose was about 140, favorite, right? Something like that. Favorite, right, 130, yeah. 140. And now with that series, it's kind of like the team that's been getting lucky, the Sharks, with these calls against the team in the St. Louis Blues who just have everything just falling into place. And, you know, right. it seems like that's the Who's team the better goes. team record-wise? Sharks were the best, the higher seed. So okay, okay, okay. Sharks. But um, <coughs> the Blues somehow get it done, you know. And it's funny because one, I was talking to another uh, expert analyst on the NHL, and he brought up the point that there's a song that their, their hype song is an 80s song called Gloria by Laura or something. And... That's the song they get excited to, an 80s song. That's not even, I mean, I mean, that's the kind of people in St. Louis that are rooting for. Right, right, right. Like, blues. Yeah, it's like St. Louis. I'm like, why not? Is it Nelly jazz music or no, blues? It's, it's not blues. It's, oh, it's man. Good, but they, they How are you going to be named the blues and not, no, and, and, and it's, not it's, let it be a blues it's song? It's the 80s song I've ever heard. So it's, it's definitely an 80s jam. But that's their like right. hype song right now. That's what they're yeah. using their motor. And it's funny, they play it before every game, after every game. They actually played it on one radio station in St. Louis for 24 hours straight, the same song. That's how wow. they, That's how dedicated they are to the blues this season. Wow. I mean, I don't want to say they're So it's like a good luck charm right. song. And, it, and it's some 80s song called Gloria. I don't know. Oh I'm sure gosh. if you heard it, though, you know, you've heard it before. It's that, you know. Now, those? I remember this team, St. Louis, was looking like a bottom feeder most of the season. They were last place, second last. They just went on a run and started playing well in the second half of the season. Right. So they've been playing. You know, I can't say. They, coming into the playoffs, I thought they were the hottest team. Hotter than the Lightning. So they can still make some noise. Don't get me wrong. But I still think the Sharks are talented enough to take care of business. And their goalie is playing at another level since they played the Knights in that series. He's been playing out of this world. My man. I think they take care the of last them. image I got of the Sharks is when they were down 3-1. to one. Um, and against the against Knights. Against the Knights, okay. And they didn't, they didn't score in uh, that game four when they lost five zip. And I was just like, 
<laughs> is the sharks really this Shut good? Dead. After I stopped paying mine of them, something happened. The sharks awoke, bro. Yep. They woke right now. And, and like you said, you got them to win it all. And they, they went through the next series. What was it, like 4-2? Four, four, no, 4-3. Four, oh, 4. Look at that. It Damn, they going seven games like that. It was overtimes and everything. Well, this blue series is going to be tougher than what a lot of people think. But Blues, I, the Blues went to the overtime game 7-2. Yeah. Came kind of the last third overtime they scored in the Blues to win. To, to if the I Blues. had a gun in my head, I'd take the Blues in this series. But I'm going to root for the Sharks one. only because uh, if you, you do take the Blues, you'll get plus 120, 130. No, but I, I'm going to run with you because you my boy and you're on the Sharks. <laughs> so I'm going to run with you on that. Okay, now we're going to cover quick real MLB real quick. Uh, Fluke of playoffs before we end the show today. The New York Mets 17-20 Fluke of playoffs. Gosh, I would love to say fluke, but the Nationals are just playing so bad. Right. So all that's in that division to me is the Phillies because another team that's not showing up in that division is it's the Braves. Braves. They're just but so the Braves bad. are going to come around though. They're I keep come saying around. that, but they are. But it's super early. They, they oh, their play. bullpen just looks so bad. I know, but they, they could fix that. They, no, you can't fix a bullpen with just one or two guys. If they get Kimbrel back, they might patch up a closer. But yesterday they were up two one in the bottom of the ninth inning. Blew it again. I know that. I've seen that. They, With two they, outs. They blow every game when they uh, have the lead. Perota took me yard. I've seen that. Right. <laughs> he went super yard, too. Oh, it was gone. Um, still, ball still gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have to go after Kimbrew. They have to find him. Then after Kimbrew, you could throw a little piece of And they got a lot of chips on their team to get guys. Believe they me. They got an offense. Believe me. I ain't I'm worried about you, the man, offense. They, I'm not worried about the offense. I'm worried about the pitching ain't even that bad. I'm worried about their pitching. I heard that there was a... There was something about Swanson coming in to play, uh, not Swanson, the pitcher they just brought back up that was a starting pitcher for them last year, Newcomb. Sean, Sean Newcomb. Oh, great. Newcomb was lefty they, guy. They're talking about putting him in the bullpen. That'd be, just, that'd be smart. Because they got to do something because he was a starting pitcher in the rotation last year. If he goes to the bullpen, <coughs> just starts shutting down people, they got to, you know, that's the, the one key that they need to fix because they look like a team that's, all offense and no yeah. pitching. We, we we left the Mets. Let's so, go. No, no, right, right. So the, <laughs> my point was, we're gonna go to the Braves. Was, I gotta go. To, I gotta say that, that right now they're not a fluke. They can make the playoffs because how bad the NL West looks. Not only that, when you got starting pitching and a good closer That's and it. decent the hitting, offense can you 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 can make the playoffs. Now whether they make those or not is a different story. Right. Brave. Let's go right back to that real quick. Okay. Oh, that, right now I gotta say they're a fluke. They're not even looking like a fluke. They're worse than a fluke. I think they're under 500. Yeah. I'm going to say that I'm going to say they make the playoffs because I know they're going to make the okay. adjustments that need to be. They have four made. games under 500 right now. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. They'll make they'll make the adjustment. You know why? When you got Freddie Freeman and all these guys, and they picked up my boy from the Blue Jays, who I love, the third baseman, Mr. Donaldson. I mean, he even hit a home run yesterday to put him up to win the game. They don't have any pitching. Yeah, and that's I know. The key in baseball. I know that. And that's why the Mets got that. That's they why the, the Mets got a good chance. They're the opposite of the '90s Braves. Gotcha. Gotcha. When they had Maddox, Steve Avery and Maddox and Glavin and, uh, and Smoltzy, yeah, etc. Opposite of that. <laughs> which, wow. Which I'd rather have that '90s team with an okay offense, just Chipper Jones and company. That's why I'm not counting the Mets out because when you got Syndergaard, right, Noah Syndergaard, right. Right. you know what I'm saying? DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom, Zach Wheeler, and company, and with a good closer. Yep. And I what's up with Sepsis? Is he going to be back? Is he going to play? I think he's out there chilling right now. So he's, he's not I mean, is he back. ever going to play? He's rehabbing, they said, but he'll be back before by all-star No, because all-star if they can get Sepsis back in there. That's a huge um, upgrade of the offense. But they said all-star break, he'll be back, and they really need it because Cano's not producing and – you look at that offense; they don't look like they really feel like scoring any runs. It's, it's right. bad. They're just, they're just, their pitcher. It's all, they, all there is is they're starting pitching and their bullpen. That's it. They're just relying on that. So they need to get some more offense up there. Right. But I think they'll be okay. Okay. Last but not least, the Cubs. 
Cubs. Oh, I, I say they're a fluke. I call oh, really? I said before the season they're not going to make the playoffs. Okay. And I don't think their starting pitching is good enough, and I don't think their hitting is going to maintain uh, consistency the rest of the season. That's the problem with the Cubs. They've had a great run, but some of their players are getting old. At Rizzo, he's getting up there. Yo, Rizzo's young. You know, he's still getting up there, though. He's been on the team almost 10 years. I know, but Rizzo's like maybe just touched 30, maybe so, 31 max. But they're not at their prime no more. That's my point. They're not at their prime. So you got Javi Baez. So you think he's at the great. latter part of his No, no, prime? He's, he's, just, he's just declining now. He's right. declining. He's not... He's not, you know, at an upswing. I would say Zobris is old. Zobris is definitely old. Yeah, I would say him. Um, you got Al Moore. Hey, was probably a little. Right. Al Moore was young. So it's Baez is young. Baez is the, is the key player. It's just him, really, and Chris yeah. Bryant. I think Bryant is their key player because Baez, you're going to get something out of Baez. Mm-hmm. Chris Bryant had a time last year where he just diminished. Right. Mm-hmm. See, Baez the type, if he don't hit, he'll glove. Then he can steal bases. He can do a lot of other stuff. Brian, you got to hit. That's it. I'm going with Fluke. Milwaukee, I think, was that division, hands down. And yeah. And, I, think, and, I don't know if they'll be And when you say Fluke, you mean like under 500 and, bad team? I think or? they're not going to make the playoffs. Third place, fourth place, maybe. Okay. I, I, I'm going to disagree. I don't know if they make the playoffs. I think they'll make a run for the playoffs. They'll be right there nose and nose. But definitely the Brew Crew is a better team. Of course. All right. You heard it from us. Noah Parker, Al York Sports. Every Sunday, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern. The Al York Sports Show, CWN Sports. Love y'all. What's up, peoples? It's the Al York Sports Show behind the scene. I got my boy Noah Parker coming in this time. Oh, y'all gonna love this session right here, man. I promise y'all, man. We're going in on the gambling touts, mostly in Vegas. Noah Parker's going to give you a perspective. I'm going to give you my perspective. We're going to be the spokesman for all you guys that are treated like guinea pigs. Because somebody got to speak up for y'all. Because I'm not mad at people getting rich. I'm just mad at people getting rich lying to people. And since I'm in this industry, I feel like I have to do this. That's why I made a video prior. I don't want to say no name because I was threatened that I was going to get lawyers on me and all that. But y'all know who it is. Just look at my YouTube. Y'all going to see what it is. But this time we're going to take it on the whole Vegas. And we're going to start with Noah Parker. Noah Parker, tell the peoples what to look out for when these touts call them. And give them every type of story in the world to give up their credit card. I appreciate you having me on first off. Oh, he's my partner, brother. Yeah. Let me go into it. I'm going to start off with a line that Mad Lion once said, a rapper from the 90s. Too many suckers and not enough time. Woo! Now, there's a whole bunch of these snakes out there, touts and scammers, and they've been doing this for, I would say, 20, 30, 40 years. And the problem <coughs> is, they're not going to stop because there's always people turning of age. There's always people that need another winner. There's always people that need help with handicap. They know how to cater. The degenerates. And that's it. That's it's just like the drug dealer with the junkies. Right. And the pro and, and one of the keys, the reason why I noticed was about ten years ago, I was a tout and I sold my own place. And I see it around me. I'm glad you bring that up because I'm gonna bring something up right after. There was people around me that did that did it the kind of snake way. And you know, I see people do it and I look I look at it like, man, you're not gonna be able to keep your clientele like that. But I realized they did it because it's temporary money, it's fast money, it's money right now. You get them for a little while, you have them play your plays, and then eventually 
they go broke and then you just but you have so it's many the next hurt right you have so many clients though yes. it don't matter you yes. one or two it's, a, it's about billions of billions of of, of, of handicappers so right degenerates it's, it's just a shotgun effect you're just throwing it out there and everybody can pull in all right i got this guy i got this guy yep. i'll lose him probably who cares yep. i sometimes i see people that would give one side of a game to one guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm about to say that right now it'd be a monday night game right san francisco let's say crying out loud against the bears yeah i've seen it happen I, i'm gonna i'm gonna break down my situation they'll take let's say 1200 people 600 will get the bears at plus three 600 to get the 49ers that minus three whoever wins they got 600 people to call and they'll close out half of those people now people might go ah why are you hating on that that you know they're getting money that's not correct dog i told y'all we deal with the raw truth this is why i bring no more on the show because i wanted to just have more than myself we deal with the raw truth let me give you another true story i had a business by palace station called true way sports we were selling bets i'm not ashamed to admit it you know why we didn't succeed because i ain't buying into the making believe lying to people to get money it wasn't me i was the main investor in the business when i hire these people and they telling me stuff like al you got a lot to make money in this industry and i didn't know because it was my first time in this industry i was stuck on thinking if i tell the truth and give people realistic picks and not sell them no dreams i thought that that could have made money you see but what happens is these gamblers are so messed up from these tops messing them up. It's like a good girl that went bad. When she gets a good dude, what happens? She don't know how to treat him. And that's how these gamblers are. And, and, and I'm not going to say that I understand for these tops to continue what they're doing. They want to make money. Me personally, I left the game. It wasn't going to work. When I had a, a, one dude, I'm going to give him his name too. His name was Avi. He called one client up and said, listen, I got 10 dimes on this game. I need you to push five. And when you push five, send us 20% tomorrow. Hung up the phone. He told me, yo, we got money coming in tomorrow. I told him, no. I said, what 10, what 10 dimes you got on the game? <laughs> of course not. He had $10 on the game. The point I'm trying to make is I could not live in an atmosphere like that. Because I'm just a real dude. I'm too real for that nonsense. So I took a loss on this investment. Uh, it was me, Jeff Martin, and Eddie Brady who all went in on this, on this business in Palace Station selling picks. I want it completely out. Because once you have to take that route, you're selling your soul. And this is the point we're trying to make. Now he's going to give you another scenario, and I'm going to give you my last scenario. Talk to him. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. That What he's talking about does work. Because obviously people wouldn't lie about it if they wasn't getting money. But let me tell you something. I know a guy that robbed people. That works too. That works too. Yeah, but would you recommend no. robbing? Would you rob people? Not. Of course not. That's I'm what just, I'm saying. I'm I just want to make that clear to you. I'm just letting you know that's why they do it. Right. Because it works. And I mean, I give them something. Tell them how they do it. That, you worked in the place. Right, that's one of the reasons. Make believe I'm the, the consumer and you're trying to sell me. Yeah, that's, I would, that's I mean, cool. Man, one of the, some of the ways I would go into it would even, would even be with starting like you dealt with all these touts in the past that sell you. You know, they tell, they sell you they sold thing. You gonna win money with me, and you haven't won before. So now I need you to rock with me. I'm gonna win with you. This is how I would go in because right. I already knew a lot of these guys have been recycled and 
and, and been through the ringer many times with yes, a lot of these yes. touts and different services. And I blame the degenerates too. They, cause they keep because they're back. not keeping it real, you know what I mean? A lot of times, and that's why one of the first things you ask me, how much do you bet? And that's why a lot of people lie to these clients. Yeah, they do. Because they lie to us, say, oh, I only bet about $50, $100 a game. They bet like but you don't know that they yeah, bet yeah. $500, because we don't know their bookies. Yeah. So that's why I think a lot of the guys in the industry <coughs> lie back. So I think almost, they started the lying, right? But but what happens is the degenerates. But they know that line back. We now. gonna lie no matter what because we don't want to get lied to. And I don't even care about this dude because I got another guy on the next call. Right. So right. It didn't matter to the the guys around me selling, and I see it, and I'd be like, they wasn't treating people like people. No, no. Now, like, don't get me wrong. When you get a degenerate, I'm not I'm not gonna make excuses that it's all right to do it to the degenerate. But I don't feel as bad for them. But I feel bad for the people the actual, that right. just trying to come, make a dollar. Yeah. They don't know nothing really about sports and they're counting on your service to make and money. Expertise. Those are the ones I couldn't deal with. But the degenerates that lie all the time, I only bet 50, they don't have nobody else, and they got six bookies. Those are a little different because they different made people. But like I said, but when you grabbing new people and you and you and you're dogging them. Well, they end up being broke. They start out with you with 10 grand, 20 grand, and in two weeks, they dead broke. And you'll never hear from them again. And you never hear from them again. But, yeah, keep talking to them, and I'm going to say one of my scenarios. And that's, the, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, the whole industry of talent scamming, quote-unquote, has been working, and it's going to continue to work. Before, when, I, when I was in the industry, <coughs> it was only emails and calls. Now they got the Internet and people going through Twitter and right, right. Instagram. And there's so many. That's why I, I was like, oh, this is too much for me. It's all, I already... Didn't feel right doing it. Yeah, one more. I'm, 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 but I still did it for two, three years, and it was good money. But at the same time, I couldn't keep clients for more than two a season, two seasons, because either they got you're not gonna get decision, you're not gonna no, get decision, and because, they, were, they were getting impatient, and then yeah. they would they don't know how to manage their money. Yeah. So that was another problem. So it's not always the scammer. When you find a good one, a good tout. You yeah. know, it's hard to keep them because sometimes these clients can't keep their own money. But at the end of the day, most towns don't care about what you bet. And they just want you to keep paying us, paying, you know, paying for this season, paying for yeah, that yeah, season. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they know they're going to lose you eventually. And that's why none of these relationships ever stick longer than a half a season, a full season. Herb after herb. Now, I'm going to make this real quick. I got three and a half minutes to get this in. There's a couple people I heard doing this. They charge you 50%. Right. They claim in a 70%. They're hitting at a 7 out of 10 ratio. How hard is it to hit 7 out of 10? Tell me how. It's hard. I mean, you can have a run and win, but you're not going to be a 70% no, consistent. So we know they're lying, but we don't, listen, I'm going to give them that. I know they're lying, I'm going to give them that. But it's impossible. They charge 50%, right? They say that they're making people money. I'm going to give you a breakdown. You do 10 games at $1,000 at minus 110. Mind you, they're not giving out all 110s either. They're giving out 130s, 150, 160, and maybe once in a while plus money. More but it's not averaging more than 130, uh, uh, 110. I'm going to give them the 110, and I'm going to give them the 70%. I'm going to give them the line that they do, right? I make seven bets at $1,000 to win 900. What's my profit? Uh, 6,300, 6, 3, right? right? Nine times seven is 6,300. So if I got to give 50%, how much I got to give you out of that? You're losing 13, I mean. Half of that, right? Right. 3150, right? Now listen. 3150 I gave to him. Now what happens to the three thousand dollars that I lost from the three losses? He doesn't pay for that. That comes out on me. So me being the client, I make $150 and I risk ten thousand dollars, a thousand dollars per bet. 
made 150 while he made 3150. If y'all don't get that, go. And let me tell you, they're not 70, and then it's not all games are not minus 110. So I just gave y'all a jewel right now. If y'all don't take this and run with it, I don't know what to say to y'all. And they might hate. They're going to be mad. Oh, Al, why are you blowing us up? You know why? Because I'm in the industry now, and I'm tired of your dudes robbing people. I went in that industry, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I didn't succeed. Because I wasn't willing to lie to people. I wasn't willing to sell my soul. And I would never sell my soul for bread. If I'm going to make bread, it's going to be the right way. Where I can wake up the next day and not people calling me, talking about they lost everything in their life because of my bets. I'm not doing that. I can't sleep because I have a conscience. Unlike these devils who keep taking, 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 taking. And then when they run out of money, they run to the next people. Take, 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 and take. And this is why this game and this gambling stuff is completely corrupted. And if y'all know that if y'all go to my YouTube, I blew a do up with that Martin Gale system. I'm not saying no names. I'm going to leave it like that. That's another way to lose money fast. So y'all do what y'all need to do. No Parker, you heard it from. Al York Sports, you heard it from. You got any questions, put it in the comments. And I'm telling you right now, if y'all come with anything negative while we giving you this information for free, then I already know you guys are affiliated with these touts. Because this is a favor video. This is a video that we doing y'all a favor. We enlighten y'all. So anybody that come negative, I already know you're affiliated with these touts. And with that, have a great day, a great Mother's Day for your mothers, your wives, and your daughter if she's a mother. God bless you. Noah Parker, thank you for coming in behind the scenes. We be back. Al York Sports. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Al York Sports Show.